0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for
1: Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley
2: and Robbie Hi, All right, guys, let's get into this. We'll go around the room here. Let's start with the Boston Red Sox. Let's uh, maybe, maybe we put a bow on that Red Sox portion of the conversation. Uh, over under on Bet US is 80 and a half wins. Let's start with Robbie. Are you going over or under? With the, you know, they they take this roster through. So don't don't try to be sneaky and say, well, they'll get Jordan Montgomery. So I'm obviously going mm-hmm. the over with the current roster. you going over
3: or under that 80 and a half giraffe nick robbie says over there you go and robbie also says over i actually do think they will get more than that i think right now i see them at around like an 84 range like 83 84 i i think that's fair right they won 78 they won 78 last year you're saying they're they're that much better than last year's team yeah i mean because you're going to be getting a lot of guys either you know coming in like Mm -hmm lucas giolito who's going to give them some innings as well as some guys like trevor story who i see having himself a good bounce back season a normal off season mm-hmm. a normal spring training i think he's finally going to be that player that they expected him to be a productive player for them um you know i, I just see guys making progression as well like brian Bayo. i expect you know a, a even further step from him this coming year. And you know, we talked about this uh with Scott from foul territory. I think Andrew Bailey is gonna be massive for this team. I-, I saw what he did with the Giants from 2017 to 2019. They were 24th in fangraph war with the starting pitching. After he came in, they were top five. And and they were doing it with guys who were either names you hadn't really heard of or turning guys around like Kevin Gosman, right? Andrew Bailey was a big reason for that. Got a lot out of him. Um, You know, look at Logan Webb. Logan Webb, I think many people forget he was not very good when he first came up. The first Mm -hmm. couple of years was not great, but he got a breakout season out of him and look at what Logan Webb is doing today, right? He's gotten a lot out of guys. And I think with Bailey, you know, hey, this is a team that he was with at one point. Uh, I think he's comfortable here. I think he's gonna get a lot out of yep. this Red Sox team. That's a boring take to a lot of people because a lot of people, they like to say, Oh, well the Red Sox, they haven't added anyone. Well, you know, it's a lot of times it's, it's not always like MLB, the show where you go into the free agent market and you sign all the star players, right? Coaching is a thing, all right? Yep. Making adjustments is a thing. Human beings are human beings at the end of the day. Sometimes you need a different approach. And I think he does that. I think he gets more out of this pitching staff. And I think the Red Sox defensively are going to be better. Let's see if they, you know, let's see what happens with Jaron Duran, you know, Saddam Rafaela. That guy's glove is legit. Uh, if he ends up getting a lot of playing time out in center field, that's gonna be amazing. So we'll see. I think the Red Sox will be better. How much better? Not quite sure. I'll probably go 84 wins right now.
2: Uh Nick and Adam, you guys going over or under 80 and a half?
4: I'm right there with you, Robbie. I, I think I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hit the over. It's I convinced you it's light. uh it's it's a good line I think it's a really good line because yeah like I'm I feel like I'm going back and forth between 80 and 81 wins but something just tells me that the the Boston Red Sox and the way that they're built and listening to you talk about them i I mean I I, I just I feel like this is a squad that is just slightly better than 500 and I, Did I just think sell you my are better. Red than, Sox?
3: Did I sell you on the Red Sox? right yeah, now? Got, Did I do
4: you that, kind or of man, like well, listening listen your take on on how all, this guy brings out all all the best in the players and gets the breakouts? And I mean, like, I almost completely forgot the Trevor story was a thing, Me too. You <laughs> know, and <laughs> and you bringing him up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, this guy was so good for so long, and you know why why can't he do that again? So I think it's it's not going to be major, but I, I would I'd probably say like 82 wins it it might be where Mm. i'm at with with the boss cool that yeah i'll be honest i was ready to
1: smash the under uh as well (laughs) uh but you know what like i I, i'm kind of with nick as well uh i think outside of the al east you guys can win series i I mean i like i like jared duran i think he had a great year last year he's really exciting and um you know i I keep forgetting like you got you know tyler o'neill if i'm not mistaken you guys traded for Mm -hmm, him too he, he could be a guy you, you never know G- lucas giolito he could be a great guy in the rotation you know kenley yeah. jansen right like uh in the bullpen like there's there's pieces there
3: yeah to make there's this team a, win like, a team.
1: Yeah. but you know you do got to get through the what would it be 52 games against the al east this year uh, i think there you could stay competitive there but outside i think you could pick up some wins so you know what yeah i'll say 82 wins right at five, or 81 yeah. right at 500 love it. right
3: at 500. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of bounce back candidates for the red sox i, I completely forgot about tyler o'neill that's another guy who hasn't played all that much right will your is an interesting one mm-hmm. he's a kind of a lower key name who could end up doing some things garrett whitlock he was so good a couple of years ago he's fully healthy now tanner Houck. let's see there are some good things about the red sox it's how much can they get out of these guys
2: there's a lot of interesting with this team, and but what I feel like there is lacking is the 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 set it and forget it guys, the Rafi Devers types. Yeah. um, I, I worry that there's too much volatility with what you can expect from too many guys that are in key everyday roles that's in the rotation, that's in the lineup. Be, so because of that, I'm taking the under. Mm-hmm. I think they are what they were. I mean, we are all, all, all four of us. We're like five or six games apart because I don't think that they're. I think they are what they were last year in terms of wins, which was 78. So it's I'm I'm close to the number as well. I'm just a hair underneath, and it really just boils down to in in too many spots there is uncertainty. That uncertainty could shoot through the roof. And they could Mm -hmm. be phenomenal or they could bust and they leave the team with a hole at the middle of that rotation or, or uh, in in the middle of that lineup. So for that reason, I'm going to go slightly, slightly under. Um, Let's dig into the Blue Jays. Uh, The Blue Jays over under number is 86 and a half, Mm. which I mean, they were 89 wins last year. So the over-under is 86 and a half. I'll let the boys start. Are you guys going over or under 86 and a half?
1: So I think we talked about this on a podcast. We did a little over-under, and um, I'm going over. Um, It's just simply the rotation. It's just Mm -hmm. too strong. I mean, unless there's some dramatic fall-off or injuries, but like I'm doing these predictions not thinking about injuries, just thinking about uh, the team as a whole and their depth. I think the rotation's just too strong. Like it's a good rotation to get yourself to the postseason, and you know, with all the changes we've done with this hitting uh, coaching staff, and you know, you gotta expect some sort of bounce back from some guys. The the uh, uh, runs created was just so under last year. Everyone dropped off heavily, so there was obviously some sort of overarching strategy that did not work for the Blue Jays last year. And I believe that they have made that change to get rid of that and go back to what made these guys strong. And that is going back to the strengths, hitting the fastball. A lot of these guys could not hit the fastball last year. We don't know what it was. All these guys couldn't hit the fastball. I'm going to I'm, I'm believe that like if they, their pitching can carry them over that mark itself and that their hitting is going to be back, I'm going over. that. That feels like
4: an easy over for me. Uh, I think that the reason that the line is where it's at right now, 86 and a half from where, where they were at 89 wins. We did this thought experiment the other day. We looked at everybody from last year, who they brought in and who they lost, who they retained and effectively just from last year alone. And obviously, you know, that's things are going to change, but the Toronto blue Jays did lose six war from year over year. If you're just looking at last year, to this year player mm-hmm. to player you know com- completely same roster so i think that's why that's where you're getting that line right there at 86 and a half i'm gonna go over as well and i i think it's because the the blue jays last year um they won 89 games and they still won 89 games whilst getting absolutely annihilated in the American League East. Mm. Yeah. They went 21 and 31 in the American mm-hmm. League East. Like they were losing most of those series, most mm-hmm. of those games. Uh, and somehow they still won mm-hmm. 89 games. And I, I just I find it hard to believe that that they're gonna get crunched that bad in their division again. I still think that they are better than you know a lot of the other squads out there, and we're gonna pick up series whenever we play Kansas City or you know whoever else in the American League. I think most of those you're gonna see that Blue Jays are walking away with wins, and and I think that yeah you're they're gonna do better against their own division, and maybe that's a little hopium. maybe that's a little bit of uh, I saw Alec Manoa drop thirty pounds, and I'm feeling good about it, uh, but I'm I'm gonna go over too. I'm gonna to go over.
3: Robbie. I'd say over right now. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I think they're a talented team. And like Mm -hmm. I said earlier, you know, you added a couple of guys. It would be good for the clubhouse there. So I I think people forget they were a good team last year. They just didn't quite hit that ceiling that we all thought they could. So, yeah, and I expect better seasons out of Vlad, Manoa, and even, you know, George Springer, too. I think he needs to step up a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. You know, I I felt like he was very – average for a leadoff hitter yeah right i'm actually curious to think you know what do you guys think with the lineup right now do you think there could be some maybe some changes to the lineup talk to me yeah. in june
4: talk to me in june if, if he's still the way that he is in june then we'll talk man yeah
3: i mean funny enough former red Sox justin
1: turner i mean there was talks in the blue jay community about well if springer is struggling what if you did put Justin Turner at the top of the lineup because yeah. look, there's no speedsters in this lineup. We have no Ricky Henderson's, mm-hmm. right? So what do we need? We need guys to get on base. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner, he can work the pitcher like the best of them. And if you put
0: yeah,
1: right. Real yep. good. Gets on base, works the pitcher. That's the kind of guy you need. So it could be a possibility. There could be answers
3: there. Yeah. yeah but right now I would say over on it. Mm-hmm. I would. So I think you will see a better Vlad. I think you're going to see a more motivated Vlad Jr. So, you know, especially after going to an arbitration hearing that he just won, feel like he has a, you know, a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's The MLB, the show guy too. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll see a better Vlad overall. So I think the Blue Jays, I, I still think you'll see right around that you know, 90 win mark. I would say 88, 92, somewhere in that range.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm with all of you. We are going over on the Blue Jays, and uh, you know they can't. You guys have outlined it. Manoa bounced back. Vlad, I mean, they won 89 games last year. Vladdy was disappointing. Manoa was a circus. So they're going to be uh, at at the very least what they were in terms of uh, record
3: wise. So over want, all the, the way. one the one thing I will say is Jose Barrios too. You know he's been kind of this. You know every other year kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what he will be like this year. He got a good season out of him last year. Could we see some regression there? Who knows? You know, Chris Bassett, how's he going to do? I feel like this guy just keeps going and going and going. So, you know, I think starting pitching wise, I have a couple of, not concerns, just, you know, I'm curious about a couple of things in the rotation. I'm fine with Gosman. So, you know, mm-hmm. how are you guys feeling about Bassett and Barrios coming into this year?
1: I'll be honest, like, I think uh, with Bassett, I I, I like what you said. He just keeps going. I mean, there's no reason to say that he's not going to keep going. Um, I feel like he's going to put up another good year. Uh, Barrios, steadily in his career, has always been getting a little bit better if you just look at his reference, like just ERA, just mm-hmm. steadily a little bit better. And then he had that really bad blip I know you're talking about in 2022 where it was just awful. Like it, We yeah. just had to play him, 32 starts, worst starting pitcher in baseball that year. Uh, and then he comes right back on track. So for me, that felt like an outlier a little bit. So I'm more on weighing on the side that he will continue down this consistent. I'm a good two, three kind of guy in the rotation. The one guy I am for the same argument we're most worried about would be Yusei Kikuchi. Yeah. Because yeah. he had a blip in a positive sense year where he was really good. Can he do that again? We don't know. We, we're going to lean more on the no, maybe in the fours, mid fours kind of range, right?
2: All right, so we've got the Rays up next Uh, I'm going to kick you guys off And then I'm going to step out of the room for a minute But I will be back in a minute 84 and a half Is the over-under number from BetUS After winning 99 games Is Tyler Glass now and Wander Franco Knocking out 15 Um, Robbie, we will start with you Are you going over-under On the 84 and a
3: half? Hmm yeah, I'll go over.
1: I'll go yeah, on. I think this one's kind of easy for me. You got to go over with this one. I mean, you go from, they had 99 wins. You go from <laughs> 99 to 84 and a half. Yeah, they lost, arguably, their two most, you know, uh, you know all-star players. Yeah. But they're the Tampa Bay Rays. I, I've seen this for a decade now. I'm walking baseball. Yeah, They continue will... to find ways using analytics, using um using their development system using their using their scouts outside of the rays organization they're gonna find they're gonna find 89 90 wins somehow i don't know how they're gonna find a way
3: yeah That's like right. if, if okay. there is a year though if there is a year for them to take a step back i think it would be this year right yeah because you're right no one saw the whole franco thing happening right and that was kind of like the rays are always a team very prepared uh, they weren't prepared for that. So yeah. how, well, you could also say they're prepared in the sense they do have some guys down in the minor leagues, like Cameron mead. So those are some reinforcements that could end up coming up and helping this year. But that was a big loss, man. Like that was the centerpiece of your team right there. You built your team around Franco. Mm. So let's see, let's see what ends up happening there. They got uh, some decent defense to replace him, but at the end of the day, it is Franco. Mm-hmm. You don't have Glasnow, and, and Glasnow gave him a really good season last year, his best season, right? So let's see how that goes. Ryan Pepio, end of the day, he's you know you don't know what you're gonna get out of him. So I would imagine he's gonna be fine. He's definitely a good young pitcher. So you know, in the end, I, I do think if there is one year for the Rays to surprise some people in a sense where where you're like wow okay they didn't actually win 90 games this year wow this could be the year but like you said they always seem to figure it out so i'll probably go over on it
4: you know we've been doing this for a while now like we've been i think we've been having this podcast for like you know this is like the fourth year for us and i we've effectively in one way or another always done over-under predictions in some capacity, especially for the American League East. And every single year, without fail, I go under on the Rays. And every single year, without fail, I lose every single time. Flip it, and go am, over, I please. Gonna, I am gonna do it again this year. I'm gonna do it again this year. I have not learned my lesson. I am going under again. I, I, I just, you know, I'm, I can't get over what's happened to them in this off season, man. I, I just can't, and I, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you, Robbie, thinking that if there's one year that it's gonna happen, it's gonna be this one. And honestly, at this point, it just feels like I have to keep smashing the under until it hits, just because I'm so deep now. But I, I kind of believe it's going to happen so, this year. If you keep
1: doubling up, you'll you'll make it back every, every year. <laughs> you'll just make it all back.
4: Pretty much, yes. Listen, I'm going to under. I'm going to go under on the race. It's not going to be by a lot, yeah. but I'm going to go under.
3: This could be one of the years where everyone's doubting the Red Sox. And here we go. I mean, I'm just <laughs> and you saying finished
4: fourth. Congrats. Yeah. Excuse
3: my draft Nick Robbie, but I'm just saying fourth
2: place <laughs>
4: sounds pretty good. So I,
3: I, I'm going
2: to take the over, but I'm going way under last year's win total. Like they're they with this 84 and a half number, you know, this could still be an 80 this could still be at 86, 87 win team. And and I think that it's likely in, um, are I don't think they get to 90. I, I, I will agree on that. They will be under 90, but I believe they will be over that, uh, that over under number. It just seems, it almost feels like if they go under that, that means the season was a complete failure and they finished below 500. And I have a hard time seeing a Kevin cash led team do, Fall, fall to that level but uh definitely a step back but still over on the over under number for me uh yankees this one is mm. very interesting last year 82 wins the over under from BetUS is 93 and a half wow is everything gonna go right is judge gonna stay healthy is stroman gonna be a legit number two does rodon bounce back i feel like all these things need to happen for them to go over but before I give my uh, two cents on it, uh, let's start with Nick and Adam. Are you guys going over or under 93 and a half for the Yankees?
4: I'm like really split on this one, guys. Like I've, I've actually been thinking about the Yankees a decent amount. And ever since kind of their lines started coming out, I am. I'm so back and forth on this. And I, I mean, part of me, part of me really believes that Juan Soto was going to win MVP this year. Mm hmm. I, I think that I really do. I bet on him this morning. Um, yeah. I yeah, I think it's a it's a good bet. Um, but all that being said, like Garrett Cole won Cy Young last year, and what did that do for them, you know? Right. So I think that they're gonna be good. I think that they're gonna be way better than what they were. Are they that much better? That is tough. You know what? Maybe I'm gonna go slightly, slightly over slightly over
3: yeah
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna go over and, and here's why but think about this a lot you know last year they got injured a lot um mm-hmm. if you were to roll the dice of that yankee roster last year do they how many times they end up with 82 wins probably very very little mm-hmm. um i think more times than not they were they were 90 team wins of the yankees again right and again, adding Stroman, like really locking in that rotation. What are we going to see from Carlos Rodon this year? Are we going to get Carlos Rodon again? Like really good Carlos Rodon. If that rotation locks in, that's that's dominance. Mm-hmm. That lineup is going to be, look, you got Judge, you got Soto. That's just going to be a gross one-two punch in the game. DJ up there too. Um, and, and hey, another year with the young guys. What are we going to get out of them? I, it's just, I'm rolling the dice again. And there's yeah. more positive this time around. So I got, I got to go over and they're my favorites to win the AL East this year. Yep. Robbie.
3: Yeah, I'm going over. I'll I'll go 9,800 wins. I like this Yankee team a lot. Mm -hmm. I I really do. I, I think they had a really good off season, but what I like about the off season, I'm a big intangible guy and they added guys like Marcus Stroman and Verdugo. While they might rub some people the wrong way. I actually feel like they actually could give something to the Yankees right just some energy there just something right Stroman for a long time he just wanted to go there he has wanted to be on the Yankees and he seems passionate about being there I like that I, mm-hmm. I like seeing that from from these Yankee guys right show that you like you're proud to be a Yankee I like that from Stroman Verdugo you know I I was you know always a little iffy on on Verdugo with the Red Sox there were definitely a lot of good things but last year you know, some stuff started coming out where he was showing up late to the games. And, you know, I think Verdugo this year, he's going to have to really tighten that up a little bit because um, he is going to be a free agent and he he can't be goofing around. Like there were some stories last year that he was leaving games early, you know, to go pick up some necklaces and stuff. It's like Verdugo, man, you're, you're not Manny Ramirez. Like start acting like you're Manny Ramirez and start acting like you're Alex Verdugo a little bit, right? Be a good mm. role player to your team. Um, you know, who, who knows what was going on with him, but he seemed to rub people the wrong way, especially towards the end of the year last year and how he kind of went out, sort of blaming Cora. um, You know, so I don't know. Let's see what ends up happening. And then you get Dominguez coming back at some point. So I, I think they're going to be good there. Uh, yeah. But obviously Soto is the big one. He gives Judge either the way they, whatever, however they do the order, they're going to protect each other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their lineup, is better top to bottom. I'm expecting bounce backs from Anthony Rizzo from Carlos Rodon on the rotation. I think that rotation could be really good. I really like this Yankees team. I do. I, the bullpen Mm -hmm. looks good to me. There's a lot of good things. And I think it's going to time out or it's, it's going to, it's going to be timed right with guys getting the, getting some regression, getting some bounce back years, getting just constant, from Soto, judge, hopefully, if he's fully healthy. healthy. Um, and then also, you know, Anthony Volpe, you know, second year of Anthony Volpe. Let's see what else he can do. I like this Yankee team. I mm-hmm. think they can approach 100 wins.
2: Yeah, I think what can the Yankees do? What's their ceiling? Their ceiling is over 100 wins. Like, uh, and that's even with some room. Like, Rodon, I don't think has to get back to what he was with the Giants for them to get to yeah. 100 wins. Like, this, this team can reach that high but what is my what would my wallet do my wallet's taking the under because i believe too many things have to go right i believe that there are there there is injury concerns i i can see this team i can see this team getting to 100 wins i could also see this team getting to 90 wins and if i'm actually putting money down on it I think i'm putting money down on the under but what could they do 100 wins for sure what would i bet i would bet the under because i'm worried about injuries i'm worried about poor performance i'm worried about verdugo and stroman sparking a a a locker room issue i'm worried about (laughs) dominguez's return is delayed i'm worried that volpe is a defensive first guy and has it can't do it with the stick um i'm worried that rizzo isn't going to get back. Rizzo is is going to be a year older. Um, there's there that Stanton's going to get hurt. That Judge is going to get hurt. There's oh, so man. many of those factors that That's could true. come into play and completely derail the season if they if if multiple uh multiple of those elements that I just lined if they all have if they, if multiple of those happen at the same time this team could be in, in some real trouble. So for that reason, because it's not a sure thing. Uh, I'm going to bet the under, but I can see this team winning a hundred games. This team has the talent to do it. Um, and that's not, I'm not trying to wiggle out of anything at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year when the Yankees have a hundred wins, everybody can give me a bunch of garbage for taking the under. That's fine. Um, let's go to the final team in the American league. East. That is the Baltimore Orioles mm. last year. They won 101 games and their over under for 2024. Is at 90 and a half? Are the Orioles going to come down 11
4: wins? Are we, are we are we doing this before or after we saw the injury updates today?
2: <laughs> this is I believe I'm going to refresh the uh the line. The line is still and this would have been updated. 90 and a half has to be taking into account the Bradish injury. But I want to say I looked at this the other day, and it was was 90 and a half. I'm going to refresh it one more time. I feel like it was 90 and a half the other day, too. So, yeah, it still says 90 and a half. So, take it for what you will. Uh, Braddish is out for maybe the season, maybe a month or two. Who knows? Uh, What do you think the the over-under is for the Orioles? Are you going over or under 90 and a half?
3: I'll let you guys go first. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I I maybe I'll get some hate for this. I do think they really overperformed last year. Like, really. Like they mm-hmm. I don't know how they got 101 wins with their pitching staff. I I, I don't know. The bullpen's really good. Give them credit. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how they did it with that rotation. I don't know. Um, so I do think there will be some sort of equal equaling out in terms of this season with their pitching. They did at Burns, granted, so very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think the lineup is very good. I mean, they got the number one prospect, Jackson Holiday, Coming up, we'll see what we get from him. I think there's still a lot of guys there that can do a lot of damage. I don't think they're going to get 100 wins again, but are they going to get 92, 93? Maybe they make some additions at the trade deadline. Maybe they get more aggressive this year. Who knows? I think I would go slightly over and maybe count them as like, the 2022 blue jays
4: 91 wins we're good i'm i'm going over 100% dude and i'm not thinking twice about it like i just mm. i look at that team and i i look at what they were capable of accomplishing last year and i agree that it you know they they overperformed but now after we've seen it for a year I don't know if that would be an overperformance anymore because they've shown that they're capable of doing it at you know with the roster that they had. I think that they're getting better and they're bringing in mm. Corbin Burns and these yeah. young players that they are built off of. Like, damn guys, like that's that's what I wanted the Guerrero, mm. Bichette, Cavan uh, Biggio uh, lineup to look like. You know, yeah. they're doing it for real. They're living it right now and. And I do also believe that come trade deadline, if they're in a position and they're fighting the New York Yankees for that number one spot in the division or whoever it is, if it's the, the Red Sox or the Jays or whatever, I, they have the capital to go out and, and effectively trade for literally whoever they want, if they choose mm-hmm. to do so. And, and I think that the, the the management now being new, being coming in, uh, I, I think mm-hmm. that that's the, the new mentality that they're going to take. So I, I feel very comfortable, actually, hitting the over on 90 and a half wins. I, I kind of think that they're going to win the division again. I wouldn't be shocked if the New York Yankees do it. Um, but I, I, I'm pegging them for at least number one or at least number two in the American league. East.
2: You know, what's going to be interesting. So I think I was reading that the ownership should officially change hands. Paperwork should be done. It should go through, I want to say, and, and somebody could correct me if they saw it, I'll keep an eye on the chat if somebody else saw it differently, that it is a, it's going to be mid-year. It's going to be during the summer that yeah. we officially uh, maybe change hands. Do you think the new owners might want to make a splash right out of the gate? Like this Corbin Burns thing is still under the Angelos family regime. You know, we we know that the change is coming, but the new owner actually takes over. Uh, mid season and maybe they want to make a big splash at the trade deadline and go out there and get the best piece available because they want to make a statement to the city, that fan base, the rest of the division, the rest of baseball, um, Robbie, you go. And then, and then I'll give mine at the end.
3: Yeah, I'll go over. Uh, I'll say probably any uh, 95, hundred wins. I, I think there's a chance they could even be better next year because uh, you got so many young guys. They're going to mm-hmm. take another step right? Gunnar Henderson was so good last year, Jackson holiday. I think that guy can contribute like so much in his first season. He's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously Corbin Burns, the big addition there. I do think Felix Batista is a big loss. I don't think Mm -hmm. people are weighing that one very, uh, a lot like Craig Kimbrell is not Felix Batista. That dude was so good. Um, Kimbrel he gives me a heart attack even though he's not even on the Red Sox anymore so I think the bullpen is going to take a hit there Um, I'm glad they got Burns without Burns I think people underrated Gibson a little bit last year because he gave you a lot of innings but what Burns does is he gives you those innings and he's going to be very good at the same time so that was a great move on their end so yeah I think they're going to be right around the same funny enough you know Another Mike Elias team back in the day, the Houston Astros, when they finally showed up, they won 101 games back in 2017, just like the Orioles did last year. And then the next year, they won 103 games. So I'm just saying, the Michael Elias teams, when they show up, they're here to stay. Yeah. I'm just saying. So there's a lot of talent, man, on this team. So good. I think they will need to do something. My prediction is they will have to add something to that bullpen at the deadline. Yeah. I think that's going to be a mm-hmm. bit finicky. In the first half, I think you're going to see some issues there. But I think the rest of the team is going to keep them afloat. Grayson Rodriguez, I'm very excited for. But Bradish was also a loss, right? So they're going to have to piece together some things here. The pitching, even though, yeah, Burns, right, that's good. Obviously, not good. That's great. But they're going to have to figure it out on the pitching depth side of things in the rotation, in the bullpen. So I do like this team overall. I wouldn't say like without like a slam dunk 100 wins I still think they're going to be very good easy yeah. wild card contender for me. So, that 90 it, and a least, half at least easy wild card contender at least.
2: Yeah. The, the 90 and a half is I think one of the most bettable lines that's that's here. Like the Yankees, there's some volatility. Uh the Rays, there's a lot of concern. The Blue Jays it's really close to last year's number. Uh, the Red Sox is close to last year's number. So it's, it's kind of tough. This one feels like the easiest bet out of all of them to go over. Um, they're not going to come down 11 wins. They may come down to 93, 94 and, 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 and you know, make, make your heart race depending on you know, how much money you want to lay down on this thing. But they, the floor feels like it's 93, 94, because, um you've got these injuries but let's say mount castle gets hurt let's say gunner henderson gets hurt um they have players coming right behind them they have colton cauzer they have jackson holiday they have they have uh, an army of of major league ready talent in the minors that they can call up so they have sort of that safety net from a roster perspective the pitching is one where after the corbin burns trade and with the uh, with, with how many assets they have in the farm system, if the season seems like it's starting to spiral, they will make a trade for a starting pitcher. I cannot imagine they go through this thing with like ah well you know hey the rotation never worked out. Um, they have said I mean, in trading for Corbin Burns, a rental player, they have basically made the announcement that we're going for it. And if you trade for it's almost it's similar to the Yankees trading for Soto. Uh, the Orioles here trading for Burns. You're signaling that this is a World Series year for your team. This is That's what the goal is, and that is what's on paper. Um, you can't let the fact that Dean Kramer goes down derail your season. You then need to go and trade for pony up for Dylan Cease or trade for Shane Bieber or do something like that. Like You got to keep that rotation going. I like Grayson Rodriguez. I think he's going to be great. Dean Kramer is a solid pitcher. Uh, they've got some good pieces there and I think they'll deal if they need to deal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's our over unders. We are pretty much in agreement on a lot of them. There were a few where we went in different directions, but um, those that we did, we were really just kind of close in the overall numbers. Um, guys, Nick and Adam, I, we, we appreciate you guys coming in and spending some time with us. Uh, would love for you to tell the live viewers and those listening on the podcast what you guys have that that you're working up and, and what they can expect to find on Blue Jays today.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're big Blue Jay fans, come on over to Blue Jays today on YouTube and our social medias, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to be doing a ton of live play-by-plays uh, throughout the entire season in spring training. Three a week is what we're aiming for, as well as our Blue Jays Today show twice a week and lots of other fun content kind of coming in between breaking down the Jays and some predictions and et cetera.
4: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, guys. No, it was it was a real pleasure uh, being on here and and talk talking ball with you guys. I know it's not that damn baseball <laughs> show anymore, uh, but but it's uh, it's still pretty good, folks.
2: Yeah, it's fun. It's fun having you guys on and 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 kicking it around. Uh, Robbie, any any parting words?
3: Oh, can my Red Sox just do something?
2: <laughs> Sign
3: Jordan Montgomery, please. To, uh, yeah, thank you guys. I pre- it's it's great, you know, having this again. It's been a couple of years since we joined up together. Uh we got to do this more during the season. Yeah. I know people yep. tend to say that like, oh, we got to do this more. But let's actually do this more during the season. It's always fun. I think we might have some time. Let's do yep. it. Let's do it. All right. Thank you
2: all. Those of you watching live for coming in and spending part of your Thursday night with us. Thank you those listening on the podcast for lending us your ears and letting us be with you while you're doing whatever you're doing, driving to work, driving home from work, driving around, doing your thing. Appreciate you guys coming in. Make sure to subscribe to the Barreled Up Podcast if you have not yet. And make sure to turn on the automatic downloads so you have the content, you have the episodes as soon as they drop. We're out of here. Thank you guys for coming in again. We'll catch you next time.